I'm let y'all know what had happened today. <laughs> it was a venomous spirit. It was a venomous spirit. Come on, Rattlers. Ah, come on. Ain't nothing but it. Ain't nothing but it. Ain't nothing but it. Please remember, the Rattlers will From the highest of seven hills, <laughs> led by the Honorable Band Director, Henry Allen Washington the Fourth, the Marching 100 from the Florida Agricultural and Mechanical University. If you don't know, you're about to find out. <laughs> You can't knock the 100, man. You can't. Can't do it. You can't knock them rallies either. Nah. First national title in 45 years, but we'll come back to that. Welcome to the number one sports podcast in the world. Somebody said podcast. Burr. I am Breeze. The man to my right is the maestro. Punk. Yes, sir. Filling in for Unk. Unk couldn't be with us. Mm -hmm. Got some family things going on. So first of all, shout out to our guy. I got Already it. don't want to be doing this nope. Hosting nope. So we will be glad to have him back ASAPidly Because I ain't hosting No And I'm not trying to do it either nah, pff, That's so, all his I mean um, listen It's his job to lose And he ain't losing it He's not losing it No he's not He's killing it <laughs> You kidding me? Man Dying to get him back Point guard extraordinaire Point guard Yeah <laughs> Um As always We are brought to you by The Red Lady Run Punch The official beverage Of the Somebody Said Podcast Our guy Jared was with us Last week, mm -hmm. hanging out with the vibes. He showed up with some cans. Go out to your nearest corner store, liquor store, whatever. Find you some Red Lady Run Punch. Cans was hitting. I ain't going to hold you. Cans hit. We ran through them. Like, ran through those mm -hmm, cans. Mm -hmm. We also brought to you by Window to Wall Solutions, where we bring you a dream home for a reality price. Tell me something good. It is an up week. Yes. <laughs> Yes, uh, we we're we're so close. We might we might be actually on the market this week. Nice. We might be on the market this week. I was just over there. The inspector hit us with some with some foolery, but you know what? A Harlem Shake through the pressure. Nice. You feel me? <laughs> okay, okay, Drizzy. You feel me? <laughs> so uh, yeah, we also brought to you by Ms. Peanut, the official uh, peanut bowl of Saint Petersburg. My man was out there heavy today. Was he? Yeah. Well, so so he has a he has a great marketing tactic. He has a son, Jehudi. Shout out to Jehudi. Mm. You can't turn down a seven year old. Ah, uh, true. You know what I mean? He'd be out true. there. He's got his sign, and all of a sudden the girls would be like, "Oh my god, he's so cute! What are you selling?" And all of a sudden here comes his daddy. Yeah. 
came who also is a he's a he's a smooth oh smooth smooth but again you you can say no to him you can't mm-hmm. say no to the kid and then all of a sudden he just pulls you in just reels you in like a fish man yeah i mean well done whatever it takes no. man and on top of that the bowls are actually really good they're super good yeah, yeah. i still need that lemon pepper wet joint uh, he's. I keep trying to tell him, like, bro, you got to drop. You you got to diversify the portfolio. Is he? Is it not like a normal Mm-mm. thing yet? No, nah, he just be in the kitchen cooking up, you know, random stuff. And I'm like, yeah, do that. Mm. And then, you know, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna keep that on tuck. Okay. All right. All right. I need to. We need to. We need to put in a word. We need to put in a word, man. I need mm. that lemon pepper wet joint. Do my best. Pause. Pause. Okay. We have a number of things to talk about. For the casuals out there, they feel like college football season has pretty much come to an end, and now they're just sitting around waiting for playoffs. But if you really know college ball like we know college ball, mm-hmm. there's a lot more to talk about. We're going to dive full deep into that. If you're listening, hit the subscribe, hit the like. If you're watching, is this camera on me? If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like, hit the subscribe. Tell somebody to tell somebody. We've been getting some comments lately on the YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of people commented, showed us some love. We appreciate you people for watching, showing us love in the comments. Please, please subscribe. Please tell other people to watch. Once we get to a certain number of subscribers, we're going to start doing live shows and it's really going to be up. And y'all can get to see all the other stuff. So if you just listen to this on podcast, we appreciate that. But watching is a whole different experience. We got the shenanigans? A whole lot of shenanigans. Hope, hope he ain't hit that. <laughs> I think I've done all of the oh socials. Follow us on socials. Yes. We are on TikTok. We are on Twitter, and we are on obviously YouTube. YouTube. It is somebody said sports on the other socials: Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Somebody said pod. One of them is somebody said podcast. I'm gonna be completely honest. I never remember which one is podcast. I mean, ask on uh, yeah. We'll, Just fo- if you search somebody said pod, it will lead yeah, you be there. Yeah, but all over the interwebs. You need to go. All up and all up and through that. All up and down the interwebs. All right. Let's go ahead and get into this college football talk. Let's do it. Go Bulldogs. Yale Bulldogs. Not so fast, Midget. Not so fast. We use them on the intro. Mm -hmm. The Florida AM Rattlers won a national title. It is considered a national title. You can you can let that thing play in the background. It never gets old to me. I know I spent five years up there. I wasn't on the hill, mm-hmm. but I was on the hill. Oh, my horns came. <laughs> the horns be coming in like that purple. Horns <laughs> be coming in. The horns be coming in. It took forty-five years. But FAMU is back at the top of the mountain, 45 years apart. They can now say that they have won their second national title. Uh, So the Florida A&M Rattlers went up to Atlanta. They participated in the Celebration Bowl. Mm -hmm. They were able to knock off uh, Howard 30-26. to It didn't always look great. They were down early. They had some turnovers. Howard gets a couple short fields. They were able to convert that into points. FAMU settles down. They get things back together. They're able to take a lead. They end up giving the lead back on a pick six late in the game. Musa, who's been there, I feel like that dude's been there like five, six years, man. My man's, QB. Like, <laughs> my man's 
He's like at this point calling the plays. He's taking full advantage of that COVID year. Hundred percent. He said, "You know, let me get like three of them." Hundred percent. Can you put two more on the books for me? Hey, come on. Oh, yeah. Red shirt eight. year. Yeah. You throw in a medical red shirt. He might be fam. You, Chris Winky. Maybe, <laughs> maybe. But big, big shout out to fam. You shout out Absolutely. to Willie Simmons, the head coach up there, who's put in a ton of work to get fam. You back to being. A, a team that you don't want to play Even yeah. for the quote unquote power fives The big time guys We've seen lately FAMU being games You know those Those pay for play games mm-hmm. Where P5 teams are paying a lesser Quote unquote lesser program to come play mm-hmm. And you look up and at halftime it's a game mm-hmm. Like they, they played North Carolina And like you looked up and it's like wait a minute mm-hmm. FAMU is kind of in this game still mm-hmm. Willie's done the work to do that right He's yeah. taking advantage of what's out there for him The portal a lot of guys, they go D1 for different reasons, and for a different reason, maybe it doesn't pan out. He's like, look, come play for us, mm-hmm. right? What, do you, what is it that you want? Are you looking for development? We have that because he's put some guys into the league. Are you looking for great game day environments? Yeah. It's HBCU. There's plenty of that. Culture? Like, you're not going to get more up. culture than an HBCU games. I don't know if people out there are familiar with how those games are, but, like, the tailgates – Mm-hmm. The game day experiences, the it's bands. A, it's a whole different experience. It's its yeah. not like what you think college yeah. football to be. Yeah. So even if you are a college football fan, like until you've been to like an HBCU game, you haven't completely it, felt the experience. It hits a lot different. And again, just looking at family schedule, man, again, they they only lost one game. Yeah. And that one game was to USF? Yeah, was it? Yeah, yes. USF, right? USF and, and, this season? And they only lost that game by two scores. So, again, you're, you're thinking, okay, well, here you are playing a D1 school, yada, yada, yada. Maybe you're going to get blown out by, you know, 35 to nothing. Nah, like, them boys can play ball. Mm-hmm. And they've been proving that over and over and over again. It's, it's, it's good to see what Tallahassee doing. Even Mike Norvell tweeted out, you know, congratulations to fam. Like, it's yeah. – I, I, I love to see fam and Florida State love because for whatever reason, there's a lot of people who try to pin us against each other. Like, no, it's not a yeah. It's, that's that's actually not a thing. No, <laughs> especially if you're a black student at Florida State or a black student at fam. It's like we got we got love for them people. Yeah, especially me. Like like College of Engineering, we share college together. Mm. Shout out to fam, man. Yeah, man. Big shout out to, to the Rattlers. Shout, like- shout out to the Biscuit. Biscuit was up there. Oh, she yeah, her and her and twelve were at the game. Fam, you grad, so yeah. Shout out to the Beam, my little brother, graduated from Fam. You, I tried to get him on the show tonight. My man said he he's on his grizzly tonight. He's on his mad. hustle. I ain't mad at it. So he it. couldn't pull up on us. But shout out to my little brother, proud Fam. You grad. I got a, I have a few Fam. You grads in my family. So nice. you know, big shout out to Fam. You man, love to see the Rattlers back on top. Still got the best band in the country. I don't care what nobody says. That band is crazy, man. It, it ain't BCU. Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> It ain't Jackson State. It ain't Southern. It ain't none of them boys, man. It's that marching 100. That marching 100 goes crazy every time. I'm good with it. All right. Let's shift gears a little bit. We just mentioned Portal a little bit. Mm -hmm. We are coming up on early signing day. So early signing day is on Wednesday, which is pretty much now signing day. Right? The vast majority of kids in, in the cycles this year, they're committed by the time you get to Early signing day, which is always in the middle of December. This year is going to fall on the 20th. Today is the 18th. A lot of happenings there. Before we get to signing day, because you kind of alluded to it last week, Pump. You mentioned the fact that, you know, what happens with some of these portal kids can have an effect on what happens with the high school kids. Yeah. So specifically, the, the quarterback is the big one right now. So 
Miami and Florida State are both going out and trying to secure their starter for next season. Miami had Tyler Van Dyke, who went into the portal. He's now a Wisconsin Badger. I wish him nothing but the best. I hope he kills it up there in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. No ill will. Really like the kid. Wishing him the best. But we felt like we could upgrade the position. So now we're back in the portal. Florida State is having their three-year starter. He's graduating, mm-hmm. right? Hey, love to see him go get that opportunity in the league. You hate to see him leave your program. So now both have vacancies at the most important position on the field. And they're going out and they're making their pitches. Mm-hmm. Florida State had two visitors come through. You guys had Cam Ward come visit, transfer from Washington State. Mm-hmm. You guys had DJ Uyunglele visit, transfer from Oregon State, former starter for Clemson. Mm-hmm. Miami had Will Howard come visit. We had Cam Ward come visit. Today there's rumor that we might be in the in throwing our name in the hat for KJ Jefferson, mm-hmm. kicking the tires on that. So I thought we'd mix something up. We'd do something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. We are both in the portal looking for quarterbacks. How about both of us take a couple of minutes and we're going to make our pitches for our team. So if it's DJU or Cam Ward, why should they be a Florida State Seminole in 2024? Ooh. <clears throat> now am I pitching to both of them or just pitching to one? Whoever the quarterback is, whoever, you're, whoever that guy is for you, what is your pitch to get him to play in Tallahassee next season? Okay. I'm going to make my pitch, obviously, to Cameron Ward. Okay. I think that Cam Ward is a more uh, dynamic player than than DJU. Mm-hmm. Um, I think DJ, you know, clearly showed that a, a change of environment is good for him, and it might have exposed a little bit of what is going on in Clemson. Um, I don't think that he was the problem. Mm-hmm. You know, again, change of scenery. You saw what he did at Oregon State. You know, balled out, had a great season. You know, Cam Ward has been doing his thing in – Paxwell Breeze, you've been shouting out Cam Ward for a, a few years now. And all honestly, it's it's kind of been, you know, Michael Penix, and you've you've been on the Cam Ward train for a minute now. Hey man, shout out to what he did at Incarnate Word. I, I, feel, I feel like what Cam Ward brings to or what he can bring to a Florida State team is similar to what you saw Jordan Travis do. Even though Cam is not as He's not as mobile as you would assume that he is. If you look at his rushing stats, it's actually actually not a lot there, mm. right? He he's a little more dynamic to me as a playmaker than what DJ is. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna if I'm gonna pitch to him, we don't have Johnny, we don't have Keon. If you come here, we might have a better chance of giving you something really really good. A guy that. You know, it might be on the cusp of, you know, flipping from a Midwest school. Hmm. And that's Jeremiah Smith, hmm. right? You have the ability now to throw to potentially the number one recruit in the country. I feel like if you get him in, that would be a good selling point to Jeremiah. Hmm. On top of that, we have other weapons. We saw Destin Hill. Destin Hill, who, you know, highly recruited, um, playmaker out there, you know, he was hurt, but you could see in spurts what he was. Um, Kentron, um, Vandravis Jacobs, you have guys out there who, if we keep on going to where we're going, you see what this system can do. You've seen it with Jordan Travis. You've seen the development. If you're trying to get to that next level, Mike Norvell's offense can get you there. If you didn't feel like you could do that here, whatever, whatever, and Florida State is on that cusp of where, you know, we're still here. 
mm-hmm. forget what we you know what we lost and all that stuff in the portal or you know uh, or graduation whatever we're still this big name and you've seen what the bounce back is having cam ward there would be huge for florida state on top of the fact that i know for us it would be a bridge because right now, I don't know what Tate is. I think Tate Rodemaker was robbed of what we could have seen from him based off of that hit in, in, in Gainesville. The concussion. Would have loved to see what he could have done against Louisville. When you had to throw a guy out there who'd only thrown one pass in his whole career. True freshman, 18-year-old kid, right? Yeah. Who also I know is just not ready to take that next step. Give him another year, let him progress, now see what he does. For DJ, I, I hate to, and I know this is not what they're doing, I know DJ would probably be my backup plan. I can't tell him that. Mm-hmm. I feel like DJ would just be a, 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 a stabilizing figure in that offense. Mm-hmm. To see what he did at Oregon State, again, I think that he's just going to be a calming force. I think he's going to get the right plays in Mike Norvell's offense, which, again, that's why I said like, I, I think that you know DJ's transfer from Clemson to Oregon State showed more about Clemson than it did about DJ. Hmm, that's interesting. I really do. Especially now when you see what happened with the quarterback that was there after DJ. Right. It looks like, oh, it's it's kind of the same, more of the same. Mm-hmm. It says a lot about Clemson. So, again, I, I, I'm actually cool on both. But to me, as far as a passer being more dynamic, I want Cam Ward. Especially if I can keep him from going to Miami. Fair enough. No, like, that's fair. I'm going to end it with that because I don't want Cam Ward down in Miami because I see what – I see what Mario's building down there. I don't want Cam a part of that. No, that's fair. No, that's fair. Which I guess is a nice segue for me to make my pitch, right? And and I think what the what the selling point is, if I was part of the conversation and selling these quarterbacks who visited or who are having conversations or considering Miami, well, the first thing I'm going to lead with is is that what is it that Miami's building? Because we we can't go out there. Hey, we're not Florida State. We didn't go 13 and 0. Right, we're not Georgia. We aren't back-to-back national champions. We're not Alabama. We haven't won X number of titles in the last fifteen seasons. But what Miami is is Miami is a program on the rise and something that you can get behind because when you when Miami is right, it's special, and you can look at the way Mario's building the roster and see what the what the goal is, right? What the end goal is. We want to win up front, both sides of the ball. Mario is a little bit old-fashioned in terms that he believes that football is won in the trenches. And I'm one of those people that subscribes to that. So if you're a quarterback, well, Miami had a top-10 offensive line this past season. We're only losing two starters. We just, we're bringing back both tackles, which is arguably the most important positions on the offensive line. We just, we just today got a commitment from a center who has 20-something starting snaps from Indiana, 20-something starting games from Indiana, six foot five, 300 pounds. We last year recruited the number one offensive line in the country. This year we've come back and we've got arguably the best defensive line recruiting class in the country. So Mario's making it clear, like, look, we're going to win up front. So what we'll combine that with is we've got running backs. We've got three backs in this class. We brought in a four-star back in Mark Fletcher last year who was a starter at the end of the year. Receivers are all coming back, except for Kobe Young, who was third in in yards and catches. We bring back our top two receivers, potentially in Xavier Restrepo and Jacoby George, who were wide receiver one and two. Our tight end room isn't losing anybody who gave any production. So look at what we're bringing back. Our offense was top 25 in the country last year, and that includes a quarterback 
who threw 12 interceptions in a span of five games. Every game we lost, yeah, we went seven and five, but every game we lost, minus the Florida State game, we threw multiple interceptions. If we just take care of the ball, now we're talking about maybe two losses, right? And we think you can be that quarterback who comes in and takes care of that ball, right? We're going to run the ball. We've got a stable of running backs, so it's all not going to be on your shoulders. You see that we brought in a, a, a air raid principal offensive coordinator in Shannon Dawson who comes from the Mike Leach tree. Or no, actually he comes from the, 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 um, the mummy tree. He comes from Hal Mummy's tree, which is – which is air raid. He was the, actually the first guy to run the air raid. Mm-hmm. Um, so you see the, the type of offense we're going to run. Our defense was top 26. It was the 26th total defense in the country. We bring back a lot of those guys except for four of the 11 starters. But everybody else comes back. Look at what you're walking into. And, again, you get to do it in Miami. The NIL, Ugh. the NIL is going to be there. We're throwing around crazy money. Imagine, you know, the end of the, the – the sponsorships you'll get down in Miami, you get to live the South Florida life a little bit in the offseason. So, you know, look at the opportunities to come here. Yeah, there may be some who can show more proven product on the field, but we can show you what we're coming to the table with, and that's like, hey, we got all this that's set. This is what you're walking into. And we like to think that we got one of the better opportunities. And let's be honest, we're going to offer you more money. <laughs> We've got a lot of money to spend. Miami's throwing money around. That's what it feels like. One hundred percent. Yeah, and and that's a great pitch, by the way. I Thank mean, you. you sold me. I don't want to go, but I might. <laughs> Just FYI. I mean, you you come to a game. Florida yeah, State's yeah. in Miami this year. You, I, I listen, you, you ain't got to. You ain't got to sell me to come down Dade County. We we get an Airbnb for the weekend. Man, listen, we do it up. They I love tailgate. Me, I love me a little Carroll City. All right. I just I just put in the re up on my season tickets. All right, man. So so for me, and I was asking you like just personally yeah. as a fan. Do you see – I see what Miami's building. Yeah. And I know that, again, you know, that game against Florida State, I know that, you know, actually a lot of games, you guys, you said 7-5? Seven 7-5. Five. Seven five. You're probably – Tyler probably lost you at least three. Oh, yeah. Right? So you're looking at a 10-2 and two season, definitely ranked higher. That would have been a, a higher ranked game, mm-hmm. that Florida-Florida State game. Oh, yeah. What do you see? I got. I know for a fact that this is just a one-year rental, right? So both of us are paying, and, and I think that's why FSU is not going to get into a bidding war. If you guys say, "Hey, um, if FSU says we're going to give you a million, and Miami says we'll we'll give you a million five, FSU is going to say, "Okay, yeah, we're not going to get a bidding war for a one-year rental." Yeah, it just is what it is, right? Do you feel like that's worth it for what you guys have coming behind it? Like, do you think that Emory Williams is 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 he going to be that bridge to Emory Williams? Is that going to be a bridge to whatever you guys have, you know, coming back? Because you do guys, you do have a lot of young guys. Yeah. Um, I don't think Emory Williams is the answer. Okay. I, I don't, if I would be surprised if Emory Williams is like the guy at any point. Now, I do think Jacurry Brown could be. Okay. So Jacurry Brown has been on campus a couple of. This is his second year. He took a red shirt this season, so he'll be a red shirt sophomore next year. Six foot four, two hundred thirty pound quarterback out of Georgia. He was a four star, bit of a gunslinger. He's got a really big arm. Accuracy, struggles with accuracy is the story on Jacurry. And so I feel like Jacurry could potentially be the guy, but he, I don't, he's not ready to be there yet. And the thing with Miami, and this, especially for Mario, year three has to be a win it year. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not saying national championship win it. We don't necessarily need to make a playoff, mm-hmm. 
this needs to be at least a nine-win team mm-hmm. because, Mario, part of your selling pitch is look at the trajectory we're on. Yep. So if you come out next year and you win seven games again, well, you can't say that you're still going up because you didn't go up. Now, on paper, and I don't think eight wins is enough because on paper it says seven and five. I've, in actuality, we're an eight and four team. We're a Neil slash non-blown fumble call by ACC refs away from being an eight-win team. Right. So you can't go back and win eight games again. So this season, for the fan base, for the recruiting pitches, and for what you're trying to say that, hey, we're a program on the rise, you need a guy who's a proven product to say, I can go out, I'm capable of winning 10 games. Yeah. If y'all take care of everything else, me as the quarterback – I will make sure we can go out and win double-digit games. Which you win double-digit games, you might be in that playoff talk, right? Yeah. It's expanding to 12 next season. So, and, and let's be honest, like Miami's recruiting really well in spite of not having the wins. Yeah. So right now we really yeah. got to win in year three to make sure that we continue to move the needle in the right way and that kids are still wanting to jump on board. I think, I think that right now this Miami team, especially if you get an addition like a Cam Ward, again, I, I mean, again, Cam is – for either team, Cam is going to be a bridge. Oh, yeah. And I feel like right now, with what Miami has, the way that Crystal Ball is recruiting, you guys need, you know, just from hometown comparison, you need that 2020, 2022 Florida State season. I think so. Where, you know, you're 10-3, and three, you know, you went through an ugly stretch, but again, you persevered. You saw something that you didn't expect to see from that team that you've seen over previous years. Mm. Then you go into a bowl game and beat a team like Oklahoma. Mm. True, you know, one of those blue blood teams, whatever, right? Yeah. And it catapults you into the next season. You get that full buy-in. The only difference is, well, Florida State did that with their quarterback that they had kind of built the program around. You already knew what you had. Right? You already knew what you had. Yeah. So in a way, like you're 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 on that cusp, which is why I don't want to see it. <laughs> you do, but you you don't, but you, you do. do what right? You don't. We both right. don't, but we so, do. We do, yeah. Uh-huh. So so even if you get that, I feel like you know if you if you have something behind there where you know, okay, hey guys, we know what's coming. Mm-hmm. All right, let's run this thing back. Yeah, because now you might get that again, and you might have lightning in a bottle for whatever that is, and then going forward, it'd be fun. Like I. I want to see it. I don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. I don't want to see it. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I feel that. So I guess a question for Florida State because I, this is a this is a stopgap year. What 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 will this season mean for Florida State? Like because because I, you guys are gonna, you're a, I think ahead of Miami, right? Your coach has been there an additional two seasons. Then Mario has been in Miami. You had the 2022 year, which in some people's mind, you over-excelled, right? You did better than what Vegas said you would do. You went out, you went 10 games, boom. And everybody runs it back, and you have a 13 in those seasons. Like, man, oh, snap. Florida State on the cusp of playoff, crazy season. What does this next season mean for you guys? or What does it mean for Mike? Mike has to show that this team can be consistent. Okay. Consistent in the, in the way that Georgia's consistent, Alabama's consistent, um, whatever those teams are that are always in the mix, mm. right? And with the expansion of the playoffs, it's not it's not good to be. I don't think for any of those teams that I just mentioned, I don't think it's good to be outside of still whatever that top six is. I think that top six is still going to be the the standard, even though you're adding, you know, 
eight more teams, mm-hmm. right? When when the college football playoffs show you, they always show you, oh, well, the, the first two out. Yep. I don't care about number six, whatever. <laughs> but it's there for a reason, yeah. right? It always shows you. And, and who were those first two out? It's Florida State and Georgia. Mm. So teams that are in the mix, always consistently in the mix. If it's Texas, if it's Bama, if it's LSU, Ohio State, what, whoever, right? Mm. You're losing so much from you know this undefeated season. It's going to be a benchmark. This, this, this 2023 team is going to be a benchmark for Florida State going forward. If right now is the turning point to say, well, you know what? Hey, FSU is actually really back. Mm-hmm. It's going to be based off of what 2022 did to catapult itself to say, man, I mean, guys could have left and got paid. Yeah. And they ran it back. You saw what happened. Okay, cool. Florida State can do this. Florida State can now get guys paid yeah. on two levels here and, and in the league. So they can't. They can't fall back to a seven or eight win team. Hmm. They have to be a double digit win team going forward, right? Bama can lose two games. LSU can lose two games. I'll even say Ohio State is still in that cusp of a team that can lose one to two games. Yeah, they almost did it this year. They almost did it, right? So mm-hmm. you, you you have to stay there. You have to stay consistent to where okay, I'm going to choose Florida State because I see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And again, it goes back to what Mike Norvell is doing. Yeah, yeah, hey, come to Florida State. You want to transfer? You don't want your coach dancing on the video. <laughs> come to Florida State. And he's proven that. Yeah. So again, Johnny Wilson, no, nobody, man, he wasn't that good. He's gonna he's gonna go to the league. Mm-hmm. Keon Cohen believe you're going to the league. Jared Verse, going to the league. Uh, Jermaine Johnson, you're Trey going Benson. to the league. Trey Benson, you're going to the league. I can I can get you guys. Yeah. Now you young guys. That's the Nick Saban part, mm. to constantly get those young kids to come in here, those five- and four-star recruits. And maybe we might lose some. Georgia loses four- and five-star recruits all the time. Yeah. And they just reload. Like, all right. <laughs> the guy behind yeah. him. I lost bullet number seven. Cool. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because right. the guy behind you was coming for your yeah, spot Yeah, he's coming anyway. in coming for you anyway. So you, yeah. so you duck competition. One of y'all was going to lose out. Yeah. Florida State has to do that, and I feel like this is that year because I don't think that 2024 is going to be a national championship team. Okay. Now, with parity, who knows? And it, again, that's that's why we're so mad about this year because at the end of the day, line it up. You never know. Yeah. So we could be the number eight team and go to a natty. I don't think it's going to be that, but I need to see that consistency going forward. I mean, what did we talk about before uh, before we started recording? The Giants were not supposed to be. <laughs> They, they weren't supposed to beat the 18 and no Patriots, but that's why and you play the game. That's so, why you play the game. Line it up, committee. All right. <laughs> Let's stay real quick on portal talk, specifically quarterbacks. So I think since we recorded last week, there's been a lot that's already happened. Not sure if it had happened before, but Aiden Childs has committed to Michigan State. He followed his head coach from Oregon State. He was the backup to DJU. He's followed his head coach to Michigan State. Dante Moore was in the portal. Today, he commits to Oregon, which says that he is literally taking a redshirt season because Dylan Gabriel has also committed to Oregon. The bridge. Dan Lanning is cooking up there in Eugene. He is. He is flat out cooking. Cam Ward, we just talked about taking his visits. Reportedly, his father said he won't take any other visits, so it comes down to Miami and Florida State. Malik Murphy, backup quarterback for Texas, enters the portal. I believe he's got a visit to Duke. Oh, Manny Diaz is trying to get into the, the portal QB carousel. 
USC loses Malachi Nelson, former five-star recruit. He redshirted this season. He is in the portal, which has got some people wondering, what's going on with Lincoln over there in, in, in Pasadena? <laughs> Will Howard, who yep. visited Miami, took a visit to USC, right? So kind of see what's going on there. Lincoln's trying to get him a quarterback. Uh, just real quick, Riley Leonard has committed to Notre Dame. Officially, we all saw that coming. Brock Vandegrift, backup five-star, former five-star quarterback at Georgia, has committed to Kentucky. And then there are a couple other guys who are still floating out there. I think Cal McCord is committed to Syracuse, and Will Rogers officially has committed to Washington. Good for you, Kyle. Shout out to Kyle. Good for Will. I think mm-hmm. that's a really good setup for him, going out there to Washington, mm-hmm. see what receivers they're able to bring back. A lot going on in the quarterback. Mm-hmm. What you got? Uh, biggest flip of the day? Uh, uh, high school? Yeah. Uh, you you want to go ahead and dive into it? I mean, Dylan Rayola? Dylan Rayola, the number one high school quarterback in the country, has been committed to Georgia for months. Mm-hmm. Committed to Georgia for months, has officially flipped his commitment to Nebraska. What what does what does this mean in your opinion? They're shucking a lot of corn out there because <laughs> they because <laughs> why? All right, so you know his legacy. His dad was an All-American there. His uncle you know, is on the staff. Sure. You know what? Listen, we've seen a lot of scenarios. And, and again, we, I mean, we, we got a kid that probably should have always come home mm-hmm. that didn't mm-hmm. um, in Marvin Jones Jr., mm-hmm. right? He comes home. He's officially, you know, commits to Florida State. Nobody told you to go to Georgia in the first place. Your dad is probably arguably the greatest defensive player ever at Florida State. No. no. Deion Argu- Sanders. No, no. Ar- look at what Marvin Jones did. Arguably, Dion is is an argument. Yeah, look what Marvin Jones did. Okay, Dion is just flat. Dion is Dion, right? Yeah, but as far as what he did in college, he's arguably possibly the greatest defensive player ever. Okay, either way, you know better than me. That's your daddy. But you want to go to Georgia? All right, do your own thing. All right, son, it's the hot thing. It happens. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to go to Nebraska, you're gonna go to Nebraska. Mm -hmm. You know, like like if if I had uber talent. And people who know me is like, oh, yeah, so Aaron Williams, he's taking a trip to Cali to go visit USC. Everybody been like, he's one of free rider to California. What if you took that visit to Illinois, though? To play ball in Champaign? I'm just saying, though, you you love Illinois. You're no, no, a Chicago no, 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 no. kid. I love Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> and I ain't playing for Northwestern. <laughs> Illinois going, ain't getting that. They ain't making that I'm cut. I'm going to Florida State. You know I'm yeah. going to Florida State. So again, yeah, yeah. whatever reason you had to commit to Georgia, which again I get it. To me, if this if this had been five years earlier, he would have been committed to Alabama, probably because it's Alabama. Yeah, you know what you're gonna do. You know what you're gonna get there. You're gonna get the pub, whatever. The idea to flip to Nebraska to be the seventh best team in the Big Ten. Uh, okay, I, I'm anxious to see where he transfers to in a year or two. Listen, after you make your money, well, hear me out though. <laughs> okay, being a being a a fan of a program that was up mm-hmm. had its down years. You needed people to believe in the vision, mm-hmm. right? You needed people to believe in that logo, and they did. And look where you're at now, right? You're referring to what Miami, Florida State. You needed people to believe in that logo. Florida State and the, ain't Nebraska. The Willie years was. 
real rough. Florida State ain't Nebraska. But there were people who believed in that logo and said, you know what? I know what Florida State can be. Mm-hmm. Nebraska can be elite again. They mm-hmm. can. It's been who, it's been thirty who, years who was, since they were really that? Look, Tim Couch, <laughs> Tim. yeah, Eric Crouch, Eric Crouch, Eric Crouch, nineteen ninety five. People say that's arguably the best college football team ever. I was in fifth grade. I'm just I was five I'm, years old myself. I'm forty. <laughs> I'm a man. I'm You're forty. Man. And I'm before, just saying. And before that, it was Tommy Frazier. <laughs> Shout out to Tommy Frazier. Ninety three. Listen, stop it, man. I'm just saying, Nebraska. So here's the thing, though, Nebraska. Nebraska has the the backing to do it. Like you know, they're giving him a crazy NIL bag, and that's and and at that point, if that's what it's about, and again, this is the new era. That's what I told you. When the dust settles, we'll see what college football is gonna become. Because I mean, we knew guys were getting money anyway. Why does right. they've been getting money? Right. Why do guys go to SMU? Pony excess. Pony excess. You're getting paid now. It's different yeah. to get money to go to a Miami back in the day. Who's always competing for a national championship mm. or going to a Michigan, going to Florida State back in the day. And you know, you're getting money on the table. Mm. Well, you're getting money, but you're also probably going to win. You're getting yeah. money to go to where. Yeah, well, my family's always been here. Cool. I know I can be that guy. He's going to be the king of the, the, the campus when he gets there. 100 percent. Right. But in all honesty, if you're that guy, you're probably going to be the king of the campus no matter where you go, even if he goes to Georgia. True, but I think there are certain places and certain programs where you get to become something bigger than what they're used to. Like, if he even went to Georgia and he won two national championships, they'll say what a mailman did, too. Stetson Bennett also won, too. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's so much harder to become, like, this legendary, like, ghost-like figure at certain places. Like, Georgia and Bama are so used to winning now. You go to Bama and you win a Heisman, it's like, well— so did all these other dudes. Like, get in line, bro. Yeah. I, I, I think it's different when you're quarterback, though. It's, it's, it's different going to Florida State trying to be the, the star quarterback. Mm. Well, all of our Heisman winners are quarterbacks. Right. So now you got to beat Charlie. You got to beat Winky. You got to beat Jameis. You're not going to beat those guys. So, okay, maybe you don't come to Florida State. You're not going to be the king of the campus here. Right. Right. But if you go to Georgia, what's, what's your benchmark? Ryan Murray, I don't know Stetson Bennett, who just won back to back natties. Stafford, so it, it, I don't think it's that high of a benchmark to beat. But but I think if you win, but winning ain't enough. I think it's part of the problem. Winning at Georgia isn't enough because they know what winning's like now. We had a guy who won back to back, so yeah, you yeah. hey, cool, you show up, you won one. Appreciate you, bro. You're always welcome back here. You'll never have to pay for a meal. You're not getting a statue. You know what I mean? You're 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 one of isn't going. We're going to throw you in there with Herschel and Stetson and all these other guys. And it's like, hey, man, we appreciate you. But are you able to be something that's almost like bigger than the program at Georgia? No. So so at that point, do you think that mentally it's kind of like, well, you know what? The, the It's not as much pressure. Is that what you're trying to say? Like, because there's no pressure going. There's no there's no. The floor is so low at, at Nebraska right. that in, in all honesty, if he goes out there and he puts up. Even Cam Ward numbers. Cam Ward's numbers over the last two years, passing wise, have been better than anybody. Fantastic. But he's at crap schools. Not better than Michael Penix. But well, yard, yeah, right. Mm -hmm. But you're at crap schools. Mm -hmm. You're gonna be at a crap. You're not beating Michigan. You're not beating Ohio State. You might not even beat Penn State. Might not. So you're gonna be at a crap school, just putting up, you know, four touchdowns, and you're gonna be in the in the Heisman race, and you're one in. 12. You also have to put up with Washington and Oregon and USC and UCLA now so, in the Big Ten. So again, I over under on 
years it takes oh, for him to transfer. Come on, I'm setting it at one point five. I don't want to do that to the kid. No, I'm definitely take. Give me the over. Over? Yeah, give me the over because he'll he'll probably redshirt the first year. They're gonna take a portal guy to start mm-hmm. year one, probably. Probably. I think they already got a, a portal guy to start year one, from, and then from when no, after I'm, that, I'm from sorry. when he starts from starting, when, from when he starts. I don't want to do that to the kid. You know man. he's gonna transfer. I don't want to do that. It's to okay. Me. It's okay if you say it. It could hit. Wait, wait. You, are you? Are you? Do you also not believe in Matt Rule? Are you saying you're? You don't think Matt Rule does anything out there? Nope. Really? No. See, I think Matt Rule. If he got Baylor on the map, he did something in Baylor. He could do something in Nebraska. I think the. I think the financial investment is bigger at Nebraska than it mm-hmm. is at Baylor. Probably a little harder to recruit because you're not in Texas. Is he? So all those teams that you're bringing into the Big Ten. So at that point, who is he? Who is he beating? Is he beating Michigan? I mean, I don't know what the team is going to be they're, in two, three years. You know they're not with the portal. I don't know what Nebraska is going to be. <laughs> ain't nobody coming. If I had to bet, if I had to put my mortgage on it, I'd say they still stink. They but ain't got that much money. Nebraska's got money. They, they ain't got that much money. They, they have nothing else to spend their money on. That's the bigger it's thing. True, it's and they're true. the only they're the again, only school in the state. They're shucking a lot of corn. Hey, man. Corn make the world go around, man. You could you could power uh, cars with corn now. That's a true statement. I'm just saying. No, no, that's actually a true statement. I fry all my stuff in corn oil. Corn oil? Yeah. You, you're a corn oil guy? Oh, yeah, I'm a corn oil guy. Really? I like it. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I like corn oil. Okay. We're going completely <laughs> off the rails. Um, early signing day, as we mentioned, is coming up. There have been a number of flips. So, Dylan Raiola is obviously the biggest one. You got the number one quarterback out there in flips. You've alluded to Jeremiah Smith, yep. who I think is playing the game as good as anybody plays it. Okay. You know, he he today he had a picture of him on Miami's campus on his Instagram story. And we just flipped four star running back Jordan Lyle from Ohio State mm-hmm. to Miami. And he puts that on his Instagram story. I think the kid just plays the game really well. I think he understands like how the the marketing and stuff goes. He's not a he's not a goofball by any means because some kids get caught up in it. I don't think he's caught up in it. I think he just plays the game. I don't suspect him to be flipping to anybody but the rumors are out there right yeah. and obviously you never know what could happen i think he'll end up at ohio state okay i kind of would be glad to be wrong i don't i'm tired of seeing florida kids going up to the midwest oh so you're cool with him coming to tallahassee i didn't say i'm cool yeah, okay. with him. it's not what i said it's not what i said <laughs> not what i said um some other flips that are out there florida state you mentioned kj bolden yep you take a visit somewhere or something um no he so the the rumor was he's he was also, kind of Auburn was in contention. He's not going gotcha. to Auburn. Okay. Um, he claimed he actually said this out loud that he plans to sign early on Wednesday. Okay. So, again, he's a kid. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Hey, you. you let's see what you happens. Love the dog. Yeah, the dog and pony show. We'll see how it goes. Yep. Um. The, today you had Texas flip five star safety from Florida. Xavier feels mm. same. Miami's trying to flip a four-star linebacker from Florida. Is Florida keeping any of their recruits? So Florida has fallen back <laughs> as of today with losing Xavier Fields, saying they dropped back to 10th. Man, listen. And they were the number three class for a while. Hey, hey, cha. <laughs> All right. I'm going to get you out this pump, man. At some point, <laughs> we got to get you here to talk about this, man. We got to talk about what's going on in Gainesville. I, I it's the Hindenburg, man. It's going down fast. It's not looking good, man. They, they got another kid who's rumored to be flipping. Uh, Amaris Williams, I think his name is. So things are not going very well in Gainesville right now from a recruiting standpoint. Uh, they are I like it. 
They're supposed to be keeping the five-star Lagway, the quarterback out of Texas. They're supposed to be keeping the five-star DN from, from mainland Daytona and LJ McCray. Mm-hmm. Stranger things have happened. Hey. But the vibes aren't very, very good right now. Transfers and waiting. <laughs> yeah. I don't think Billy makes out of the next season, but we, we can save that for later. Yeah. We can save that for later. Early signing day is coming up, though, and there's a lot of stuff going on. Right now, as it stands, two days out, the top 10 classes are Georgia, Ohio State, Alabama, Florida State, Texas, Miami, Oklahoma, Oregon, Notre Dame, and Florida, as we mentioned. So same old, same old. Pretty much. Auburn's floating around. You know, right now, Auburn's got some money to throw around. Mm-hmm. Old Hugh Freeze is, is dabbling <laughs> in some things. LSU yep. is lurking. You know, LSU is always good for flipping yep. a receiver yep. or a yep. DB or something. Clemson's sitting back at 15. Not a whole lot's being said about Clemson on the recruiting trail, and I think that's a bigger story than people are giving it. There isn't, and, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see what Clemson does. I know, I know Dabo kind of has alluded to the fact that they may be open to now opening up uh, Club Clemson for, for transfers. I, I mean, he has to see the I – mean, he's not dumb. Mm-hmm. He has to see the writings on the wall. Yeah, that you know what if I'm gonna if I'm gonna stay the king of the castle, I got to get hit with the times. I have to. I think they offered a kid. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, I think they offered. I mean, a that, kid in the portal. That's one more than they used to. Sure, so, you know, hey, baby steps. I mean, they've got a couple five star five star mm-hmm. kids committed. I, I I don't know. I'm interested. I'm gonna be honest. I'm not afraid of Clemson anymore. Uh, no. Like Clemson was the big bad wolf in the ACC. Yeah. No, I'm not, not afraid of him. Not at all. Again, it's it's, it's, a, it's a new day. I think so. It's a new day. The, the the way that the game is played now, you know, if you're still trying to, it's like the team in the in, in the NBA. If you're not gonna shoot, you know, put up thirty threes, then I'm really not afraid to play you. Yeah. Most most people really. Yeah. If, if you can't if you can't beat us from three, we're not really worried about nope. you. Yeah, you may, you may range don't scare me. No, not really. DeMar DeRozan. Just a just a fun fun stat. Sixteen of the top twenty classes are either in the Big Ten or the SEC. Not surprising. Not surprising at all. It's just very. To me, it it, it leads to what I think is is becoming the richer getting richer and the poor getting poor. Mm-hmm. Now, if you are a quote unquote lesser program, you are almost like a feeder school to these larger programs. And if you're not one of the big programs, it's going to be harder and harder for you to recruit high school kids. Like, yeah, already people are floating the the moniker the big two. Like yeah. that's already floating around. So yeah. the rich are getting richer and the poor are getting poor. And then you got pretty much Miami, Clemson, and Florida State <laughs> St- sticking their nose up in there mm-hmm. into the cream of the crop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's. I think we talked about this before. Just kind of like. College football, I don't want to say evolving. To me, it's devolving into what the NFL is, where at some point it's, you're going to have a AFC and an NFC of college football. Yeah, I think so. Right? Which, how long? I've been pitching that for a yeah. while. I mean, like, so so it, it takes just so much away of things. Now, would I be mad to see Florida State play Ohio State, Michigan, you know, Penn State, Whatever on a consistent basis. No, yeah. I mean those are good games. Plus, it's it's careful now. It's good travel. Yeah, but at the same time, there's I don't know. There's something about I, I think we talked about this too. There's something about going to uh, Virginia Tech. Yeah, night game. 
Yeah. Right. There's something about whatever it is that NC State has for Florida State. <sighs> that's always a trap game. It's always dangerous. Same for Boston us. College. It's it's a dangerous. And you get away from those kind of things that make almost college football an extension of what high school was. Yeah. Like to me, college was an extension of high school. Right. You still had clicks. Yep. They just, you know, you had frats. Frats were just clicks. Yeah. Football, no, that's true. The football kids were still the football kids. You still had yep. your athletes. There just had to be 30,000 of them. Yeah. All right, cool. Right. And now all of a sudden, when you leave college, well, now you become a professional. You become an adult. Yeah. You go to the NFL. That's what it's supposed to be. Like everything that makes college fun and kid like, you lose when you start acting like the professionals. I hear you. You know what I mean? Like you're, you're losing all of that. Like college game day, you're on campus. You see all this stuff. If you, if you go to the, the parking lot, you can see a bunch of just drunk people at the Buffalo Bills games jumping into tables. Fantastic. And what are they acting like? Kids. Like children. Like people children. People say immature. Which is what you see on college campuses, mm-hmm. which is why I tell you, come to Florida State. Sit on the bleachers. It's like being back at Lakewood. You got the band playing. You don't have bands playing in, in hard rock. No, uh, we do. Well, I'm talking about at a, at, a fo- at a professional game. Yeah, yeah. Listen, the one the one pushback I will say, and somebody made this point on something as I was listening to, when it's when it's fourth and one on the 37 yard line mm-hmm. of the game, mm-hmm. I don't think about portal. I don't think about nil. None of that stuff matters. So what we do still have is when it comes down to playing the game, the game yeah. product is just as good as it's ever been. Yeah. So at least that part of it. So for some people, I think it's one of those, hey, man, December to August, check out. Yeah. And just check back in in September. Do your thing. Now, some people might call you casual for that. That's okay. Right? Maybe maybe the recruiting and the portal stuff ain't for you. And maybe, you know, all of the moving around and, you know, guys taking money instead of going where their heart is or whatever. That's not for you. That's fine. Yeah. Because me personally – I do think we're losing the fabric, and I think I had a little rant about this last week. We're losing the fabric of what college football is supposed to be about in some ways. But in some other ways, I do think the game is moving forward because there was so much stuff that certain programs could do that other people couldn't do, mm-hmm. right? I'll never forget it. There was a certain running back coming out of South Florida, and the rumor was he got six figures to go to Georgia. And we are like, oh, we can never do that. Oh, Miami could never. Oh, Miami did that. We, we, they would have shut our program down. But now Miami can do that. Yeah. Right? So now Miami has a fighting chance to keep those kids home. We flip a, a running back from Ohio State today. Yeah. Ten years ago, we probably we wouldn't have had a chance to do that. So I do think the current landscape is opening ways up. Like Dylan Raiola, yeah, go to Nebraska, bro. You know what? I hope you ball out. Mm-hmm. Because now that's one less five-star. <laughs> waiting in the wings of Athens, Georgia. Right. Right. Where those kids used to sit around, MJJ, instead of sitting around in Georgia waiting your turn, you know what? Florida State's got a starting spot for you right now. All right. Go start at Florida State. You ain't got to sit around in Georgia for the next, you know, two seasons waiting for an opportunity to, to, to be the guy. You know what? Yeah. So now I think we are getting, we're starting to get semblance of competitive balance. The fact that Miami was able to take down a Clemson this year and Florida State knocked off Clemson and, mm-hmm. You know, Alabama struggled with Auburn all of a sudden, and Georgia didn't just blow the doors off every single team they played. Yeah. I think we're starting to get some semblance of competitive balance, and we're starting to just chip away at it. I get it. I, I, and again, you know me. I'm always the, the resident old man yeah. on, on, on these conversations. And, and 
for whatever reason, it's something that, like, I look at this Florida State team and, you know, I see somebody like Keon Coleman and what he did mm. in that one year. And, I, and, and sometimes I wonder, I'm like, I wonder, like, does he, is he, does he feel like he's a, a Seminole? I don't know. You, you know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. like as a Laker fan, you know Kobe Bryant is yours he's and a, yours alone. He's a Laker. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, they're my, I know Scotty played for the Rockets. Nobody cares. Scotty's a Chicago Bull. He's a Bull. Right? Keon Coleman is kind of a Spartan. <laughs> he spent more years at Michigan State. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he balled out, and, you know, we'll always remember that one year. But, I mean, even guys like Jared Verse, Trey Benson, they had multiple. I mean, they had as many years as Jameis did. Yeah. Two years. But you, you see guys just... Like, work done is a Florida State similar. I can't imagine right. him in anything else. You only saw him in that uniform. Yeah. To me, that's when you start to lose a little bit of that luster, right? Mm-hmm. To where, again, you know, LeBron, you can claim LeBron. Miami can claim LeBron. Yeah. Cleveland can claim LeBron. So yeah. you all had your moments with these guys, and it's going to mean something to you. But, again, the sanctity of college football, which, again, to me is just an extension of high school, it's a little bit different going down to – "Quote unquote Spartan Stadium and seeing that product yeah. and what that was, or going into the gym watching Lakewood Bogey. Yeah. Now, if you get all these mercenary guys leave, Kevin Dorsey had left senior year to go to whatever the best you know basketball program. It would have been weird. Yeah. You wouldn't have gotten that 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 state title, that first state title. Yeah. We wouldn't have gotten that. That's true. So to see that, it's like that's when you start to lose what again college football kind of is and. As a graduate or whatever, it's like, yeah, I feel you. Okay, I, I feel you. But I'm gonna be honest. For me, and maybe because I'm a fan of a team that has been a, a, you know, a sleeping giant or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it, it's nice to see Texas back in it. Okay. It's nice to see people talking about USC again. It's not because the head coach is drunk and sleep at practice. <laughs> right, like you know what I'm saying. Like that stuff is cool to see yeah. those brand names be able to. Know, pull themselves up by their bootstraps mm-hmm. and spend some of that money to, to kind of accelerate it. Yeah. I think that stuff is cool. I love to see Nebraska become a thing again. Sure, why not? This random team in literally in the middle of America, mm-hmm. there's nothing else out there but cornfields and football. I'm with that. You know what I mean? Like, to me, that's what makes college football cool. And the fact that we've had a decade plus of mm-hmm. one conference essentially dominating the sport yeah. tells me it's like something's really, really broken here from that perspective. And the fact that now you got a Washington in the playoff and a Texas, like, wait a minute, what? Mm-hmm. I think that's the, that is cool from a certain perspective. I so, do. all right. Spend a lot of time on college football again. If you thought college football was slowing down and like there wasn't anything to talk about, I don't know where you're at. And we really haven't even gotten to bowl games yet. Like, bowl yeah. games got played. We won't break down any of the ones that just happened, but bowl games are getting played. They're really about to ramp up. Mm-hmm. So, there's going to be a whole lot more college football to talk. Before you know it, we'll be in spring ball. And then we'll get a break in the summertime, and season will be back again, man. Yep. Let's take a quick break. On the back end, we are going to dive into the aforementioned professional football game going on right now. You got Eagles Seahawks. It's actually a squabble. It is. Teach a man how to squabble. (laughs) We'll get into some NFL talk on the back end. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladyrumpunch.com. Shake well and please drink responsibly.
The National Football League is trucking along just as we thought it would do. And it should never gets old, by the oh, way. Absolutely not. Week 15 is coming to a close. We currently have the Monday night game playing. The Eagles playing against the Seahawks. The Eagles are leading 17 to 10. Once that game commences, we will now have 15 weeks in the books. So just three more weeks to go. It's going by too fast, man. Real quick look at the landscape. One team mm-hmm. has clinched the playoffs mm-hmm. in the AFC. Who is that one team? The Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens, my boy, LaMarvelous Jackson. You've got three teams in the NFC who have punched their playoff tickets. Do you know those three? Ooh. Ooh. I'm going to go the Cowboys. That's one. I'm going to go Philadelphia Eagles. That's two. And I'm going to go with the 49ers of San Francisco. Very nice. The San Francisco 49ers have clinched their division. And unfortunately, both teams in the NFC East, the Eagles and the Cowboys, are in the same division. They have both punched their ticket to the playoffs. They're still jockeying, though, Mm -hmm. for who will win the division. The loser, as it currently stands, might be coming to Tampa. So let's stop there. Let's stop right there first. I'm sorry. That's hilarious. It's it's a sham. It's ridiculous, man. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about the Bucks. Mm-hmm. The Bucks go into Lambeau Field and they get a 34 to 20 victory. Literally, offense did whatever it did. Future Jeopardy question: Who was the first visiting quarterback? To have a perfect passer rating at Lambeau Field. Survey says. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> uh, who is Baker Mayfield? Who is Bake? Tampa, Bake Tampa went, Baker. Bake went to Lambeau and had a perfect passer rating game. That's ridiculous. Is it? It is ridiculous because of him of all. Think of all the greats who have played on that field as visitors. He's the one with a, the first one to get a perfect a perfect passer rating. The Bucs get a 34-20 victory. Again, like I said, at this point, I'm in a win-win situation. Either my team wins or we get a better draft selection. They're winning some games. This game, though, to me, is literally the one thing when I am really, really pulling for them to win. Mm-hmm. Feed the ball to 13 and 14. Yeah, It's not that hard. For whatever reason, Bake has this thing with Trey Palmer. I don't know what it is. Stop overthinking it. <laughs> Throw the ball to 13 and 14. 14, Chris Godwin went for 10 catches, 155 yards on 12 targets. That is getting it done. Mike Evans had four catches on 57 yards with a touchdown on six targets. Mm -hmm. Force the ball to 13 and 14. And then your third option, Rashad White. Two catches, 50 yards on a touchdown, leading rusher with 89 yards on 21 carries. That's the offense. It begins and ends there. Mm Mm-hmm. It begins with 13 and 14. It ends with one. If anybody else gets a touch, it needs to be sparingly. Mm-hmm. Like, force feed the ball to them. So, Baker Mayfield, <laughs> I think that, again, he's a Heisman winning quarterback. He's got talent. Okay? He's got talent. I think that he would prefer to spread the ball around. No. To, to not make the, the offense so one-dimensional. No. No. Hey, listen, I get it. <laughs> but this is what I told you you're going to get with Baker Mayfield. He's going to win you some games. I know. Because he tries his hardest every single game. Yeah. And then you're going to see like, oh, wow, actually, you know what? Ba- 
Wait a minute, Baker. He's not. He's not that bad. He's not terrible. I know that <laughs> he's not terrible, but he's also not good enough to be a a Super Bowl winning quarterback no, he's not. either. Unless you have a generational defense, correct? Which and right now we don't. You don't. It's good. It's, good. it's really good. It's not generational. It's not generational. No. So and that's my that's my issue. So it's like, what are we playing for? Because obviously you're playing for that that next <sighs> banner that's going up in Raymond James. Stop it. <laughs> NFC South champs. We're trying to be the the seven and five giants who yeah. made it to the Super Bowl and won it. Yeah. Like, no, bro, stop. No, yeah. man. Listen, it might it might be Buck San Fran in the NFC championship. Cut it out, man. <laughs> Cut it out. This is it is it's bonkers, man. It's possible. Um also just of note on that defense, Devin White was a healthy scratch. End of an era. Is it is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, I think it's I think that ship has sailed. I mean, as in he's just done, period, or just done in Tampa Bay? I think he's done in Tampa Bay. Like somebody said, he'll be a Philadelphia Eagle next season. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's kind of what Philly's doing right now. Uh, yeah, kind of. They're just loading up. Loading up on guys that other people don't want anymore, I'm former not, names. Not mad at it. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about those Chicago Bears <laughs> who took a loss to the, to the Cleveland Browns, 2017. Yeah. yeah. The Bears just do Bearsy things, and and they make me not have victory wine on Mondays. It's very disappointing. I'm watching that. I'm watching that game, and again, you know, people put so much on you know Justin Fields and his play, where you know you see the Bears collapse and lose. Honestly, as a as an organization, mm-hmm. like to me, that was an organizational loss. You see. You know, first quarter, wide open. There's Tunyon. He just, I mean, Justin Fields had put that in the bucket. I don't know if you saw that that clip. That that one I didn't see. I mean, it was right there. The tight end had just beat everybody down the field. It's a touchdown. He drops it. Yeah. Um, you go into halftime, and you're in field goal range, and for whatever reason, instead, you go for a Hail Mary, which they also don't call a late hit on that play, which is which also bothers me. I, Justin Fields is getting that um, Cam Newton, Michael Vick kind of uh, they, vibes, Lamar like Lamar Jackson. Yeah, like well, well, he's a runner. He's in the pocket throwing. Right. <laughs> the man took two steps and hit him. Anybody else, that's a late penalty. But why not kick the field goal? I, I'm so I'm watching that. I did see. I'm like, oh, run up quick, ten yard out. You know, it'll cost you three seconds. The clock will stop. You'll be in field goal range. Yeah. Just kick. Okay. And then you get the, you know, Hail Mary and the guy just, which is funny because the week before, Darnell Mooney, like they're asking him like, yeah, you know, how do you feel about your role in the offense? And he's like, yeah, well, it just is what it is. It was essentially like, well, do you see yourself here next year? Because, you know, the ball's just not coming my way. Well, there's your chance to get paid, buddy. Literally like. Catch the ball. Bro. It fell into your lap. It was in your lap. And he Literally. says, well, I, I wish I had him in falling backwards. Catch the ball. Catch the ball. You got Catch one job. Ball. You have one job. Just the one. That's kind of it. Just the one. So the Bears lost in very Bearsy ways. And again, like, I'm sitting there, I'm watching, I'm like, Justin got you in a position to win that game. Yeah. So, and in all honesty, the, the, when you watch also the, again, I'm, I'm the only guy in Florida besides my mother to watch this game. The Bears took their foot off the gas third quarter. Instead of just applying pressure, like they had eight three and outs in that game. And I think six of them came in the second half. That's crazy. They just stopped playing aggressive football. Like when you have a lead, 
keep your keep the pressure on. Mm-hmm. And they just don't want to do it. Like they're, they're just the just a crappy team. I mean, right now with that loss, you're you got number one pick and number five pick. Yeah. And funny part is with that, we're still not eliminated from the playoffs. The NFC has, I think, four nice. teams that are under five hundred that actually are still in playoff contention. Yes, there's only there are only three teams mm-hmm. who are out of playoff contentions in the NFC. It is the Washington Football People, mm-hmm. Carolina Panthers, and the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah. The Bears have five wins and they're in playoff contention. You are in playoff contention. Hey, I'll take it. So hopefully, victory one next uh, next week, guys. Hopefully for me. Yeah. Speaking of the Panthers, they went in the stink off to win all stink offs against the Falcons. They walk it off with a field goal and win nine to seven. At one point, you could get tickets to this game for 50 cents. Hmm. Literally, there's a screenshot floating out there on social media or the resale market. Tickets to the Panthers game, Hmm. two quarters. (laughs) You can't even play arcade (laughs) games for two quarters anymore. It's a dollar to play. It's a dollar to play like Tekken Tekken 30 at an arcade. Yeah. 50 cents to go see the Carolina Panthers play football. Just a stink off to end off stink offs. I I thought that was hilarious. That's who they are right now. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Yes. They're playing for another draft pick. (laughs) It ain't the first one. (laughs) No. (laughs) Thanks. It won't be that one. Thanks, guys. (laughs) Yeah. That's just a bad organization. It is. My Dolphins. Get a shutout victory over the New York Jets. Zach Wilson gets benched again. He also got a concussion. He did. He did get concussed, so mm-hmm. hopefully he's healthy. And so, and Miami is back to beating up on bums. Hey, man, good teams beat bad teams. Yeah, I guess That's what so. good teams do. And they did it without Tyreek, which we, we kind of came at Mike McDaniels last week for mm-hmm. forcing too much of the offense through Reek. Mm-hmm. Well, they, had, they didn't have him this week. They win 30 to nothing over the New York Jets. Jalen Waddle had himself a game. Yes, greatest celebration in all of professional yes, you football. you got to love the Waddle. Fantastic. The other biggest story, actually, no, let's go one other place before we come to that. Mm-hmm. Ravens, the aforementioned Ravens get a 23-7 victory over the Jags. Jags are 8-6. and six. Yeah. Are the Jags having the season you thought they would be having? Um, They're having a Jag season because... <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, we saw them make the playoffs last year. Yeah. Right? So they were on a upwards ascension. Mm-hmm. That's what ascending is. You go upwards. So. Yes. <laughs> right? Get a downward ascension. Um, so we were looking to see some kind of step forward or progression from them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, which, in all honesty, I, I, I think we have to kind of shoot them, at, you know, shout out to shoot them a little bit of bail, where – Having back-to-back winning seasons and looking like a competent franchise is ascension for the Jaguars. Okay. I, I, I think considering what they've been. Considering what they've been. So, you know, to still be in playoff contention and it's like, okay, every game that you go in against the a team that is just as or not more talented, you walk in and say, hey, you know what? The, the Jags actually have a chance. Okay. That's an upgrade. So, yeah, well. I'm okay with the Jags right now. Okay. Well, right now they're on a three-game slide. Trevor Lawrence went into concussion protocol. Yeah. They play my Bucks next week. Something to watch. That's a win for you guys. It'll, and, uh, it, hey, listen, Trevor did enough for me to be unk in fantasy football. So, okay. yeah. Well, then you got to play me next week then. I'm, I'm okay think with that. Is, that is your prize. I'm okay with They're that. You're going to play me. Come on, man. Hey, who <laughs> led the league. Line it up. The Jaguars are leading the AFC South currently at eight and six. They are tied in games with the Colts, but I think they have a head-to-head 
uh, win over the Colts. Yep. The last major happening of the NFL mm-hmm. Sunday football, the Buffalo Bills yeah. get a 31-10 to victory over the Cowboys. The Cowboys scored their lone touchdown in the waning moments of the fourth quarter. They were held to a field goal through three in, I'm going to call it half quarters. After we just gave the Cowboys a whole lot of credit last week. Yeah, I actually went on these airways and apologized to my cousin. You did. I did. You re- Are you regretting that apology? No, because I mean, okay. I think they deserved it at the time. Okay. Yeah. What, what, what do we make of it? What, what do we make of, let's start with the Bills. Mm-hmm. What do you make of this Bills team who are who is now eight and six, right? Who is still in the hunt. Mm-hmm. What is this Bills team? <sighs> the hell should I know? <laughs> <laughs> in all honesty, like, again, the Bills, to see what the Bills did, you know, last year, the last couple of years, we've always complained about the Bills not having a running game. Yeah. You know, it was Singleton or Singletary or some other random guys back there. Their running game was essentially Josh Allen. And now all of a sudden, well, here comes James Cook, who's, you know, been very solid all season. Solid. Not to that level. <laughs> Under 79 yards. Come on, man. Two tutties. Again, man, help me beat Uncle Fantasy Football. Oh, you had him? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's bonkers. Absolutely. So, you know, which is, again, surprising considering who you did it against. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys have one of those defenses where they can stop the run and stop the pass. Yeah. That's a really great defense. So to do that, and especially, I, th- I think I think you might have mentioned it, um, you know, playing Buffalo in Buffalo, we all assume it was going to be Buffalo weather. Yeah. It was a nice day in Buffalo. It wasn't that bad. It was pretty solid. So, yeah. you know, if that's your excuse, Dallas, that you're just playing in the cold, well, what happens if you have to go play Philly? Right. You're going to have the same kind of showing? That was right. very. That was a little disappointing. And Buffalo's defense—they're good, not great. They ain't that good. No, not for. We just talked about Dak Prescott potentially being the MVP, MVP leader. Yeah. So to have that performance, one pick, no touchdown, like, hmm, you can't, you can't do that against Buffalo. It's very interesting. Not last night he couldn't. Yeah. Back to back weeks, the Bills have now beat the Chiefs and the Cowboys. Yeah. So again, the, the, the Chiefs. <laughs> But again, this is why I say the 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 they are monetarily they are their, their value is lessened. They're not frauds. Kind of, they're not frauds. They'll mess around and lose to the Chargers and the Patriots the next two weeks. I mean, well, they're not the Dolphins. They they beat good teams. Fraudulent man. Nah, fraudy. Nah. What does this mean for the Cowboys? Right. So the Cowboys they come off of last week. The, the biggest game of the season so far for the Cowboys, they they get the Eagles at home. They blow the doors off the Eagles. Mm-hmm. Is this just a letdown game? You get I, that huge win against Philly, and then now you got to go play at Buffalo? Yeah, I feel, it's, I feel it's more of a letdown game, but at the same time, I feel like this is what Dallas does to oh boy. Cowboys fans. Oh, boy. Not us. Oh, boy. <laughs> right? Hey, I'm, I'm giving them their props for, hey, man, you guys look really, really good right now. Mm-hmm. And then you – have a stinker like that yeah that's that's being a cowboys fan like i expect the bears to blow it <laughs> right but you yeah. guys get so hyped up and it's like oh man we're t-. and then they have that mm-hmm. but then they might turn right back around and beat san fran yeah it, you you really it's, it's jekyll and hyde with the cowboys you mm-hmm. never know what you're going to get especially when they have a very talented team the cowboys mm-hmm. could potentially make a super bowl run 
And they absolutely could. They have the team to do it. Yeah, but absolutely. If you had to put smart money on it, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't bet money. Not at all. Go to the Super Bowl. Um. So yeah, I mean, it's a it's a letdown. But I don't know. I don't know what makes that team like really tick like that. Because you would think that hey, you know, we beat the Eagles. We we're on this good little run. Mm. Let's keep this. Let's keep this going. And then you you have a clunker. Like it's not even a close game. No. Like you didn't even show up. Yeah. Like like what was the letdown? I don't know. It's been this offense. It's been Dak. When you when you just go down the line and you just look at the points they're putting up, 33, 41, 45, 33, 49, 23, 49, like mm-hmm. it's, it's been that offense. And when they lose, which now they've got a handful of losses, in those losses, 10, 23, 10, 16, right? Like it's. Mm-hmm. To me, it's it's when when you get that offense off schedule and you get that offense second guessing and you know CD ain't just killing people and yeah. you're stopping the run. I don't know. It seems like there might be something there. Well, and and and, and in a way, that's why. I, before we go on, that's that's why I don't think that the Bills are fraudulent. Because again, if if your guy Josh Allen only has to throw 15 passes for 94 yards, and he can depend on a running game. It makes the bills very dangerous. Are you banking? Are you putting your mortgage on that run game? I am not. Exactly. However, <laughs> however, <laughs> the only thing that I can say is James Cook has been very consistent all he's, year. He's solid. He's been solid, he's solid. all year. He but, ain't been that. but if 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 you're living and dying with that, okay, fine. Dak can't do it for you. I mean, you just paid Pollard. Hey, he's got to pick it up. He can't do nothing. Yeah, he's he can't do pick nothing it up. to help you out. Mm. All right. Not in that game, he couldn't. Yeah. Well, now they got to go back on the road to play my Dolphins. So let's see, right? This is this is where we said we're going to figure out who this Dolphins team actually is. That's they got they got a stretch that's here. A, that's a dub for the Cowboys. Let's see, let's see. Thirty five seventeen. My Dolphins ain't no slouch, man. Yeah, I mean against scrubs, yeah. All right, all right. Meanwhile, those fraudulent Bills keep losing the scrubs. They get up for the big games. Yeah, they're, they're big game merchants. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. um. What were we all calling Florida State a while ago? Like Blockbuster Boys or something like that? <laughs> Relax. I wasn't calling a nope. We get up for the big game. Nope. Wasn't calling that at all. Get up for the national the, the the national games. I know of not what you speak, sir. Yo, you know what I'm talking about. No, I wasn't there for that. All right. Uh, that's it. I think that is all the, the content we have planned. Hold on now. Hmm? I, I get something? I, I got one. Go ahead. I got one. The Chargers finally did what I to- I've been <laughs> oh, telling yeah, them to do yeah, for yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They finally. Finally fired their coach. Yeah, which I mean, when you get when you get drugged sixty three to twenty one, <sighs> it was bad, man. And and the twenty one all came in the second half. And who was the the, the Raiders quarterback? <laughs> Me. Yeah. <laughs> matter, matter of fact, I could I could have swore I saw the fox out there in the third quarter. Oh, 100 percent. She got some snaps. Oh, she was out there just slanging that she, pill. She got some snaps. Yeah. So when you still have Derwin James and Khalil Mack. And you're getting 63. It's, it's, it's rare to honestly, like, visibly see a professional football team quit. Yeah. Yeah. They were uninterested in playing that they game. They did not want to play that game. That man was fired in the second quarter. They should have caught him on the field how Arizona State did her matches. <laughs> Like, don't even don't even let him get back in the locker room. That pink slip is there. Hey, listen, catch him on the field. Yeah, man, that that was ugly. Like you you knew if if it wasn't going to be anything else that got that man fired, that was it right there. It had to be it. Had to. There's no way you allow that man to run another practice. Mm-hmm. 
There's no way. You can't allow it. You can't. I wouldn't have let him. I wouldn't have let him address the team. No, I'm, I'm cool with that. Like, you can't do anything else for our organization. I'm cool with that. Matter of fact, that plane ride from Vegas to, to L.A. ain't that far. Hey, uh, Enterprises robbed the street. You got it, big dog. Yeah. Yeah. Matter of fact, hey, we still here in Vegas. Just go ahead and, you know, gamble your life away, whatever. Clearly, we got to pay you out your contract. So, you know, hey, man. Hey, start your vacation early. Please. <laughs> you got tons of time. <laughs> start that vacation early, big tons dog. Tons of time. We are done here. Yeah. So, yeah, Chargers, yeah, they, they finally had to pull the trigger, man. And I don't know what the Raiders are doing. Like, you should also be trying to lose games. You have nothing to play for right now. I don't think they were even trying to do that. <laughs> I mean, when you try out Aiden O'Connell as your starting quarterback, I don't think you're trying no, to do anything were, either. There was nothing about them that said, hey, you know, hey, man, we're going to blow out this team today, man. No. <laughs> what is it? Uh, I think I I mentioned it last week. What was it? Uh, was it Homelander? Where he's sitting there, like, people start cheering. He's like, oh, damn. This is going this well. This is exactly what was happening. <laughs> they couldn't believe it. They I couldn't, couldn't believe it. it. They didn't even have Josh Jacobs. They no Josh no, Jacobs. There was nobody on that team. It was crazy. Like, it was nuts. Bro, I, I didn't even have it on, but it had social media in a tizzy. The, the, the Ravens, like, legit trotted out. I mean, the, the, the Raiders legit trotted out, like, the, the, the Greenwood, like, JV midgets. Yeah, bro. They had the replacements. Yes. And they beat them boys 63 21. The breaks off the people. It was 42 nothing at the half. It was like watching Shamanah Madonna versus Lakers. This is what I'm trying to say. It was the second highest scoring game in, in, in the NFL this year. Oh my God. You don't score 60 in the NFL. Even if a team is not trying, you still yeah. have those guys that are still going to just try hard. Right? 100%. If the, if the stars quit, fine. Put the backups in and they're going to play. Yeah. Man, yo, you put 63 on these boys. Oh, 60 ball on them. 60 on, piece nugget, no sauce. Come on, man. <laughs> ah, get that bum out of here! I've been telling That's you, crazy. get that bum out of here for two years now. Yeah, you've been calling that one. God End of an era, man. <laughs> Good. End of an era. Now they're saying Bill Belichick might go out there. What a team to inherit, though, if he does go. Man, and again, what did Bill make his bones on? Defense. Defense. Hundred percent. Give him that defense. Yeah, that talent. You kidding me? Yeah, he'll cook with that. <laughs> All right, be he'll careful. Cook. Be careful, NFL. Yeah, he'll cook up a storm with that. Mm-hmm. All right, man, that is it. Uh, another week in the books, episode one forty three. One forty three. We got a, two more episodes for the end of twenty twenty three. Yeah. Um. Next week, I will be in the great city of Chicago. Oh snap! Oh yes, it criminal next week. Mm-hmm. Ain't no criminal. I ain't no criminal, man. What criminal? Yeah. I mean, so yeah. So if, if we run a pod, I mean, I will definitely oh, do man. a remote. I mean, I'm man, I'm down for it. Gotta figure something out. Okay. Yeah, yeah I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna have tons of Patron flowing through my system because Lord yeah. knows Auntie Amber keeps it on deck. You might have to phone it in. I and mean, not literally. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. <laughs> the figurative phone yeah, in. We'll see how it goes. True indeed, man. Well, episode 43 again. Looking forward to having Unc back on the show. Absolutely. Shout out to my boy. Shout out to our guy, Unc. Man on the couch is Punk. Yes, sir. I am Breeze. We'll catch y'all next week. Yeah. We're just normal men. What do you mean, normal men? We're just innocent men.